welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Hive. I'm Michelle Tien, and I'll just get right to it. I am pretty overwhelmed to tell you all more about myself. I've put myself out there a lot in the last several years. And apparently, you can even Google me when I was trying to figure out what to talk about. My daughter said, Mom, just Google yourself. Start there. See what that says about you. What? (laughs) My child has Googled me? And what did Google even say? Because I'm pretty sure that I'm an average person. (laughs) But apparently, my three oldest kids have Googled me. And thankfully, nothing horrible is out there. But I want to share more. Like, not really what I've done or what I've been doing, what I'm doing right now. I want to share more about what I've learned about myself, how I react to things, how I react to people, like all that stuff. And y'all, let me tell you, I am a reactor. Show I am. But first, I want to thank all of you for the kind thoughts, encouraging words, the text messages, the DMs, the screenshots, all the pics of you listening to us literally blows our minds. Our goal here is to be better together, to learn and grow from each other's strengths and weaknesses. Lacey, Elizabeth, and I, we've all recently learned in life, we can't reach our goals and dreams alone. Within our home, we have our family. We're not alone. But in the world of business, Entrepreneurship, work life in general, doing it alone has not been something we've enjoyed. So we invite you to find us on social media. You can find us on several platforms at Honey Hush Hive. And while you're there, check things out. Comment. Follow us on our personal pages. Tell us about you. We want to be in this with you. We'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast. You don't have to sign up for anything. Like, it's not going to be a big step. However you're listening right now, simply look at your screen. Right next to our faces, there should be the word subscribe. Simply tap that word and you're done. That's it. It's that simple, but it's huge for us. Because it's affirmation that you actually want to hear from us. One of us, any of us, I mean, we'll take it. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of people online choosing their word for the year. That's not something I've ever done. But as I've tried to write out a script for this episode or record with not a single script or guideline, I keep feeling one lesson come up in my story, and it's perspective. Perspective is something I've just recently gained a lot of respect for. You see, I have a lot of faith in people. I'm a person who believes people are who they say they are, 
until you show me different. My mom had a clipping on our refrigerator for years by Maya Angelou that says, When people show you who they are the first time, believe them the first time. And it wasn't until I entered the world of being an adult, working, being a parent, that I really even understood it. And this doesn't just apply to everybody else. It applies to me too. And I've proven time and time again I'm a reactor. Whether good or bad, I react. And in the past, like, it's been immediately. The last two years, I've really been thinking about how I could be different. Because sometimes reacting hasn't always gotten the best results. Sometimes it's got me to places I never dreamed. Like opening a bakery. The biscuit shop. After a year of baking from home, not being afraid, just putting myself out there and sharing with others what I knew I could do, and later realizing how horrible I was at the financial end of owning a business, and knowing I could no longer do it alone, I sold the biscuit shop in 2017. Doing things alone is hard. Or... That time, Ellen flew our entire family to Burbank, California for an unbelievable adventure and 12 days of Christmas. All of that excitement happened from an email my aunt wrote the Ellen show. And she wrote her to tell her about seeing a need, me seeing a need with other people's families and struggles that they were having with their families due to certain medical issues with their children. When the reality is, I knew how people had helped us when we were struggling with our own kids' medical issues. The struggles, like they were for real. (laughs) Do you pay for gas because you may be following an ambulance two hours away because your baby is on oxygen, chronic lung disease, and right now he has pneumonia? Or do you buy diapers? Because we went through a lot of diapers. We have an infant, and triplets are about 26 months old, and my husband was the only one working because I was home with the kids. We didn't choose to have three babies at once. We didn't choose to have a son that wasn't healthy and required full attention because that later caused me to leave my job. Like, all of that stuff, that is what, why I pulled together fundraisers for families because of perspective. Y'all, I had walked in their shoes and wanted to, I wanted to make their worries just a bit less. That is what put us on the Ellen Show. I've learned over and over throughout my life that the Lord has slammed me in new directions. Never a simple move or something thought out over time. Nope. And it all started when I was a little girl. I'm the firstborn of my parents. And they had me at a really, really young age. Both of them were just becoming adults and learned a lot about who they were themselves. They later welcomed my wild brother. And by the time I was seven years old, my parents divorced. This is how wild, like, I got to tell y'all how crazy things were. Like, wild crazy in 1987. My brother and I were playing. Like, I remember so clearly being in my brother's room and my mom coming to the door and saying, 
Y'all get in the car. I mean, we were in no hurry. We were just playing. One of us asked, where are we going? We are going to Walmart. Hurry up, get in the car, right now. Y'all, I never went back to that house. We did go to Walmart. Daddy bought me a new baby Cabbage Patch doll. But afterwards, we went to an apartment with only my brother and my mom living there. That was that. In that split second, I had a new life, a different life, and I didn't even know it. I kid you not, for three decades, I questioned everything my parents had done, everything they did, and the why behind it. I wanted answers for years, and I don't even really think I knew what I was looking for answers for. I was always that little girl that never could let anything go. Because while my parents were loving and caring for me and my brother, I mean, I can't think of a single time that we went without. We always had everything we needed. But our parents, they were still young. And they were figuring out their new life. They were moving on. They were getting remarried. My dad and my stepmom later had two more children. So... There's myself, my brother, and two brothers. I'm still that seven-year-old. While all this is going on and everybody's moving forward, I'm still that seven-year-old that thought we were going to Walmart and coming back. Call me crazy, but that will totally mess with your head. And it will snowball effect that teenage attitude. Faux show. Being an adult, being a mom, being a wife, Having adult friends in certain situations with their marriages and their children. All of these life experiences, they've given me a whole new perspective in my 30s. I can now look back and know for certain my parents probably did their very best with each situation at the time. Also, I know for certain I could never take on the task my stepdad and stepmom have taken on. Both are still married to my parents 30 years later. It's clear that they are the soulmates the Lord intended them to have. I just wish it hadn't taken me so long to figure things out. You know, I mean, I feel like I wasted a lot of time, a lot of energy, like all that stuff. I'm 39, and I'm telling you, I'm just now in the last few years figuring all this out and coming to peace with things. It's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's awesome. I'm really glad it's finally coming together. From the age of seven, I've been thrown into circumstances that have required me to react, to begin living a new life, or defend myself. Usually, I've just questioned and defended, reacted, good or bad. And that one example of a life-changing event, you know, I mean, my parents don't have that same perspective. I know for certain my mom doesn't, and I'm sure if I asked daddy, he wouldn't either. They were already moving on. So that moment isn't something heavy on their minds. They were living much harder struggles at that same moment. They were getting a divorce. I say all of that to say, I now believe that everyone probably does their best, probably reacts based on their own perspective. So does that make them wrong? Or do we just learn to pause and communicate 
and figure out the other person's perspective rather than assuming they're just out to get us in business and life and relationships, all of it. Surely if we invest time in learning about the person on the other end, we would see a better person. That's what I'm learning. Before reacting to someone else's words and actions, I'm going to think, honey, hush, think about their perspective. I think and I hope we can all do that better together. Mm-hmm.